0: press that follow button on instagram that's woke finance team but Jack's coming back to the example of the the barber and, and and the self-employed and also business owners do you want to talk a bit more you've just touched on it but if you have anything to add on for a, a business person or someone going into business right now thinking about how inflation affects their business and how one can be a bit more prudent in this area
1: yeah, absolutely. Same thing that I've said. Look, you know, you are a business owner. Um, do not be afraid to charge the right prices. Um, you know, you may want to try and undercut another business by charging a very cheap price. But you have to remember, and of course, this does depend on the business that you are um, that you are controlling and that kind of stuff. But the input costs, um, you know, of, of creating your business, the cost that you have to pay, they are inflated by mm-hmm. inflation. And so you, that has to be reflective, of how you charge your prices. Um, And you don't always have to justify it. You know, you have to be very aware that, hey, inflation is up. I need to charge higher prices to reflect that. Otherwise, you know, you, you would think you're making a return. But actually, when you include your import costs and the purchasing power of your profits which a lot of self-employed people take an income a salary from their business you realize that hey i can't purchase the same things that i used to this has gone up this has gone up this has gone up mm-hmm. so you have to be very very aware of inflation and you should be increasing your prices um, alongside inflation be very very um again proactive check what an inflation rate this is just my opinion anyway. Check what the inflation rate is year on year. And I think you should be increasing your pricing by at least inflation every single year.
0: Brilliant, man. Hopefully, yeah, very, very um, useful to hear this, Jax. And obviously the inflation
1: rate to check it is a simple Google search, right? Simple Google search, um, search sorry. You can literally type it in right now to Google and it will tell you. Um, and as I say, it's usually between 1% and 3%. Um, 4% is high, you know, so you know increasing your prices by one to three percent is not the worst thing in the world literally google it and then you know change change your prices you can you can change your prices on a yearly basis if you want On, on, on a half yearly basis it's really up to you to make that call but i would personally pay attention to inflation
0: and and this is obviously per country and you mentioned yearlies um when we check it is this something that is
1: updated every month is it every year what's what's the thing that we should really be looking for so it, it really depends on when you want to ch- when you want to change your prices, right? Think about it like this: you know, inflation is changing all the time, um, prices are changing all the time, and as I said, it could be transitory. So you know, if if you if you're increasing your prices um too often, then you have to be a bit careful as to how that affects your your client base as well, right? Um, so I would say it's up to you still. Um, but personally, I would say my business I I change every six months.
0: Brilliant. Cool. Really useful. Um, And Jax, as you know, um, as I said uh, a couple of times already on this episode, many people are in different parts of their journey. We've spoken about the self-employed business owners as well. Um, For the everyday individual, how does inflation um, potentially affect, I don't know, the everyday saver? We've got some strong big savers um, on this episode, um, on this uh, podcast um, from our
1: listeners. How does this um, impact them? Yeah, so um, I said it earlier. Inflation hurts savers. You know, in in an inflationary um, economy, savers are losers mm. because the savings that you're, you know, that you've got in a bank, um, usually earn an interest. And if the interest rates are really, really low, and it's below the inflation rate, so if you're getting zero point five percent interest, but the inflation rate is one uh, percent then your money's actually losing its value by an additional 0.5%. So in an inflationary um, economy, and it has been like this for a while, actually, savers tend to be losers. Of course, we always encourage people to save uh, for, you know, for emergencies. So you know have your rain day money. That's fine. That could be eaten up by inflation. That's not the worst thing in the world because you don't want to take any risk with that money. That is your umbrella money. That's okay. It can be subject to inflation, but that's absolutely fine. But once you've saved, let's say, three to six months worth of um, this umbrella money, we always encourage people to start putting their money to work, uh, whether it's a higher yielding uh, savers account or whether you want to take a bit more risk and invest in different financial markets. Ideally, you want to be earning a return at least equals to um, inflation. Now, there are different assets, as I said. If you want to take less risk, you can take less risk, at, uh, you can still take less risk and earn a return equal to inflation there are inflation protecting instruments out there and if you want to take more risk which you can if you've got a nice long-term horizon then you can invest in for example the stock market but even then again you have to consider the macroeconomic environment inflation has an impact on assets as well Mm.
0: let's um, go into a bit more detail on that but if any of our listeners are just tuning into this uh, uh, woke finance podcast particularly this episode for the first time there's a really good episode that we've done based on the feedback we see which is episode 23 getting your finances in order for 2021. Um, although we've done it at the beginning of the year it's certainly a timeless episode where we walk into some of these processes before even thinking about um investing so jack spoke about getting your emergency fund up and we think about things like clearing your depth um clearing off your debt and, and then thinking a bit more longer term as well and building up a savings port so definitely do check out that episode as well man it, it links quite strongly to what jacks was just saying but um uh jacks uh, do you want to just um Final, finally, just sort of touch up a bit more on on, on the everyday investor, and when it comes to investing in uh, stocks and shares, and even other assets as well, um, and you know how one can be prudent when it comes to inflation.
1: Yeah, so actually, there's there's a huge um topic. It's a huge topic um within the investment world as to how inflation impacts our portfolios that we already have, um, and obviously going forward as we are investing consistently, what type of assets should we be considering because the thing about assets um, is they are affected by the macroeconomic um situations that we find ourselves we know for example in the stock market when we are in a situation of low interest um that's usually good for the stock market you know because you know the um the opportunity cost of saving is high and so people look for for different assets to put their money into that would usually increases the asset price so there's actually price inflation for assets as well which is usually good for people that have invested in the stock market prior um inflation usually has a negative impact on the stock market um and the reason behind this is because of the way the stock market actually behaves remember the stock market is a forward-looking market and when it recognizes that inflation is high many people also know like i said earlier that the central banks react to an inflationary um, market by increasing the interest rates so when the stock market is aware that interest rates can increase in the future what then happens is they tend to not really have a bias for stocks for example because now the alternative or the opportunity cost of holding stocks is higher you can take less risk by having your money in a savings account that generates you a return through interest because if interest rates go up you get more on your money mm. you're better off just having your, having your money in cash rather than taking risk in the stock market so generally when we have inflation it's usually followed by um stocks going down um, but it depends on what kind of stocks as well so going into a bit more more detail You know, we have different types of stocks. We've got different types of companies and businesses that are represented by stocks. Some of these businesses are what we call riskier businesses or riskier stocks. They may not be profitable yet. Um, So, you know, when we forecast profitability, their profits might be five years down the line. And so these companies are more risky. And again, in a more uh, lower interest environment, these stocks are quite attractive they generate higher returns, they generate uh, what we call um, alpha. But when there are higher interest rates, these companies become even more risky. Mm. They become even more risky. And even the asset class of equities become more risky. You may want to move into a different asset class that is more inflationary protective. Um, And even again, talking about stocks, you're probably better off, again, this is not a piece of financial advice or any recommendations. But from my experience and my knowledge, um, the kind of companies that I'll be looking to invest in in an inflationary um, economy are those that can benefit or withstand the storm. And these companies are usually companies that are, you know, com- have a competitive edge, have a wide economic moat. They have pricing power mm-hmm. so that even if the, you know, the costs of goods that they, they um, are providing are higher, they can actually pass on these higher costs onto the consumers mm. and even if the prices of the things that they're selling whether their goods or services are higher if the demand for their goods and services are high consumers will still use these products you know or use these services so those are the kind of companies that I personally will be looking for those companies that can still withstand the storm and increase their prices but the demand for their services or goods will not go lower mm. fantastic
0: Brilliant. Can you give an example of what a company like that might be? I'm
1: thinking sort of consumer staples and things. Absolutely. You hit a no on the head. So um, again, not an investment recommendation, but a company that I particularly like, as you might know, Peter, in my um, d- dividends portfolio is, is, for example, Unilever, um, a company that produces um, goods that we will use regardless of what's happening in the world, regardless of what's um, happening in, in the economy. People still need cleaning products. People still need um, a, you know, to consume these products on a day-to-day basis. And regardless of the price, we're still going to buy them. So these are the kind of companies that I will have a bias towards during a period um where i expect higher inflation
0: Love it, man. Thanks for that, man. And I know you touched on different types of company briefly, but again, for our listeners, man, we've got new listeners. Episode five talks about different types of uh, companies, growth, value, income, um, companies as well. So do uh, check that out as well, particularly for investors as well. Um, Jacks, recently we had uh, Faith Locken from The Property Hustle, um, who's a property investor. Um, And as you know, we've got, future um, property investors listening in to us and people that just want to buy a property maybe as their first residential home to yep. live in. How is this affecting them or how how is inflation relevant for them?
1: Yeah, Um. well, I mean, depending on whether you're buying a home or whether you're investing, um, you can have, there going to be a positive or negative impact. So yes, if, if the prices of properties have gone up, that, that can happen in, in an inflationary um, period. I mean, it is what it is. If you're buying a home, I would still encourage you to to buy it anyway, personally, because you can't predict the price movements of inflation or interest rates. You know, um, it's not something that I think you should be um, absolutely waiting and hoping to time. Um, I think if you're buying a home, you should. And I also think uh, when it comes to real estate as an investment, now you know, I I tend to invest quite a bit into. Um, what we call REITs, Real Estate Investment Trusts. These are companies that operate or um, own income-producing real estate and they own a well-diversified portfolio and you can invest in these companies. These companies, I, I believe, do quite okay and quite well in an inflationary um, period relative to other um, assets. Um, again, it's because, you know, when it comes to real estate, they can pass on the, the you know, the inflation or the price increases to consumers Um, they can increase rent. They have the ability to increase rent. So these are companies that I I still have a bias towards when it comes to investing in an inflationary period.
0: Love it, man. Love it, man. Listen, Jax, thank you very much. I think we've gone into a nice bit of detail in terms of talking a bit more about what is inflation um, in hopefully the simplest terms and slightly more complex as well. But... Um, and how does how that's affecting the economy? We currently existing as well all over the world. We've obviously just starting to come out of a, of a hundred year um, event. So that's been really useful. And of course, you know, support and, and uh, opinions um, around inflation, and how that affects the everyday individual. So that's been super useful, Jets man. But before we let you go, um, did you have anything else you wanted to add on your side?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, we we, at Walkfront, has been all about education. Um, That's what we focus on, and that's what we try to bring you guys. Um, Inflation is something that is extremely important. It's one of the most important things um, in personal finance and macroeconomics. So I would encourage people to consistently learn more about it, learn about the different types of inflation. We have disinflation, deflation, stagflation. You know, I I think, Peter, we can talk about this in another episode. What are these things and and how does those things even impact us? But inflation is the standard one and and it's the one that we experience every single year whether it's going up or down. So we should obviously be taking um, note of it, understanding it and understanding how we can protect ourselves from it and even take advantage of it as well.
0: Love for that, Jats man. Thank you very much, man. And to our listeners, I'm hoping that you've gained something from this. I certainly have and we will be sharing uh, this with someone as well. So make sure you do the same and continue to support us. Um, I think we're on our... Th- 45th episode by the time this comes out i'm not 100 sure but just to let our listeners know we have some good news that we're going to be announcing for our 50th 50th episode so do check, stay tuned in for that man and thank you very much for supporting us keep following us keep doing what you're doing liking subscribing commenting and sharing i remember all stay woke. Stay woke.